if I could just convince Nikita to make this the next event in the calendar or oh whatever, my as opposed, God. that's a perfect way of being that like, is... it's an event, it's temporary, because then if everybody decides they love it, we just that... tricked everybody into Bro, taking it. That is the perfect idea. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the podcast, the show dedicated to talking about all the progress things in life, like music, content creation, and video games. I am one of your co-hosts, Jesse Kazam, an escape from Tarkov YouTuber and streamer. <laughs> uh, I'm Veritas, uh, the, the fresh banker. Uh, I just welcome. can't look at you when I'm doing the intro, or else it derails myself every time. I just, I just look right at your face, dude, and I know you're not looking at me, but I know you're looking yeah, at me. Yeah, yeah, you know when I switch to looking at the, the OBS oh, preview God, window. So good. As soon as you're like, you, because you do your smile and then you instantly get self conscious about, you know, like your, but your broadcast smile, you're like, oh shit, he's laughing at me. So then uh. you start laughing and then I start laughing. <laughs> yes. <sighs> blood. Oh man, not much. It's been, uh, it's been crazy. We've done a bunch of 24 hour streams over the past few weeks and. Yeah. GG's on the fucking subathon and everything. Thanks, you're man. killing it, man. Thanks. That, dude, that was crazy. Last week was my 30th birthday, the podcast with Nikita, and then that was a 24-hour stream. Oof, it was a lot. But it I've was never I've never done a subathon before. Was it was it fun? Yeah, I mean it's 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 still going on. So I kind of like I was I was put a lot of thought into like how can I evolve this into something that's like doable with you know like a wife and two kids, right? Like because I'm not just gonna like I'm gonna be live for as long as you want to sub. You know what I mean? Like yeah, I, yeah, can't, can't I can't I can't do that for everything. So, but then I saw like Landmark did this for a while. He's out of control. He just did the whole like, I'm going to do a 24 hour stream. And if we get X amount of subs during the 24 hour stream, I'll just sleep for eight hours and then do another 24 hour stream. And he did that for like a two weeks because he's insane. And I don't know how he did that. But I was like, all right, we can modify that. So we did the 24 hour. We put a sub goal. If we hit it, I'll do another 24 the following Friday. So we did two. I'm doing one tomorrow. And you know what I mean? So that it feels we're spreading it out. So I'm not just like live for 35 days. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I mean, one pegs in here. I saw he, he did like a whole weekend, almost four days. I, I can't do that much time in a row. So we're spreading it out. We're spreading it out. But I'm gonna it's going to really well. seen that movie. Oh, is it, is it 127 hours? Oh, yeah. The with the with the guy that had to. Yeah, cut off his I'm going to do that. I'm going to do that. What you gonna you gonna get stuck on a rock for 127 hours? I want to stick my fucking arm in Tarkov and then drink my own piss for seven days or whatever the fuck, and then I'll have a better time than I normally have. Tarkov's been Tarkov's been okay. I was I was gonna ask how's how's Tarkov been feeling? Jesus. Uh, the the last week has been a little bit of a mixed bag. Um. Let me start with like a week ago. Um, we we talked a bunch. I mean, we talked to Nikita, but we, me and you had talked a bunch offline about yeah. some cheater adjacent stuff uh, that I don't really want to get into. Um, but I was just having like unrealistically bad luck uh, mm. to the point where like I would eight or nine raids in a row spawn on shoreline run for fucking 20 meters and just get shot and die mm. like over and over and over and over and over again i tried night raids i tried everything um it was really rough and then i ended up i don't want to give 
too much details because it, it will be counterproductive to my own fucking sanity. Yes. But ended up swapping servers, have a little bit of a, uh, how do you say, strategy maybe. <laughs> how do you say? Yeah. Um, you bought a lag and, switch. Things are much better now, yeah. Well, my aimball ran out of batteries. Like, oh, and, and you just didn't know? Even. Yeah. I didn't. Well, no, yeah. You, you got to do the whole thing where you take the, the 9 volt and you put it on your tongue and you could feel... Bro. And, yeah. I used to do it all yeah, the time. So, yeah, I, I do it like every day when I have to put new batteries in my guitar. Yep. Um, yeah, so then what I did was, because I was just getting super frustrated. Uh, yeah. So I, I was talking to uh, Dashing Dot, um, who's uh, another Tarkov content creator, fucking really smart guy. He, he knows like everything there is to know about skills and, and, and shit yeah. like that. Um, and we were we, we actually had a nice chat for a couple hours, um, sharing a bunch of info back and forth. But uh, but he just kind of let me like vent and. Um, yeah, it, it basically ultimately ended up with me switching up servers and then uh i was on shoreline nighttime and i ended up on stream i ran for like four hours without dying damn um and i made like four million rubles yeah and uh i mean the the funny part was uh you know between like him and other people in chat were like yeah you know i told you so like this is all it takes but the the thing is, is that the key, like my key takeaway from that was it's easy to make money as long as you do everything you can to be the yeah. only person alive on a server and avoid everybody at all costs. Then it's easy to make money because you're playing fucking single player game, you know, 100 um, percent. And, and, and it's then, not just yeah. that it's easy, but that's the like just de facto best way to make money you know what i mean like with the price of insurance the price of a lot of gear it's just like not worth risking your gear in pvp like you could come out big you could come out with a thick you know raid and get a bunch of pvp gear that's that's worth it but it's just like if you want people ask me every single day you how do, how do i make money it's just survive that's it you just gotta survive yeah and as a i mean as a as a solo player um you know, like I just did that one raid and I think because I took my sweet time just fucking looting all the bags and cabinets on the way just because I'm it was a long day of editing and stuff. So I'm kind of just yeah. like tired. I didn't feel like hitting the fucking shift key at all. I ended up being like later than normal to marked room. And as I come strolling in, a dude's coming down the stairs. He's got oh, like yeah. four, guy, four guys worth of gear on him. I light him up with a stock M1. Drop my level three or level four yeah. fucked up armor grab his shit he's got an ammo case he's got a slick he's got a bunch of u-latches uh yep. an ak-102 decked out saiga and i was like but the thing is is that like that what are the chances that you are going to be the sole survivor of like a customs raid let's say uh when you're a solo player and there's going to be like a two-man a three-man and a couple other solos yeah i mean i feel like it's ambitious saying 50 percent Oh yeah, yeah. But like, at a past a certain threshold, you're just spending as much money as you would as it would have cost you to buy that secondhand gear off the flea market. You know, like a ruined yeah. U-latch helmet and like a fucked up 
you know, armored rig or whatever. Like, so yeah, I mean, I don't know. It's kind of interesting. I've just been thinking about like, how the fuck are they going to deal with it? And then I've been going through working on my old video, uh, well, my new video, yeah. um, that, that I can, uh, get into details later if, if we have time and yeah. if, if people are interested, um, we're like, it's all about the history of Tarkov and just going back and looking at the old footage and seeing how not only how much slower and like slower is the movement and slower are the fights um because very often it would just be like a dude with a makarov yeah. fighting against a dude with an sks fighting against a dude with yeah. a stock ak-74 with like a 60 round mag yep. there weren't a lot of optics there weren't four grips i mean you couldn't fucking you know just hold down mouse one not to mention no face hitbox a whole bunch of other stuff so it was just like a totally different game and then now they're adding that they add they're making everything faster and also seems like there's more people playing so like even back in the day you know you'd be yeah it would be oh, rare yeah. that you would have a full 12 14 for sure server yep so like part of me wonders if if and I'm, I, this is just something I've, I've been thinking about i have no idea how it would affect the game and they need more servers and stuff like that but wonder how it would affect the game if they like cut the number of players on every map except for like factory but like in mm -hmm. half yeah i just wonder i just wonder i mean like i know some some servers are dead you know but it yeah just, of course I just, of course i wonder if like that would make it feel a little bit more like the old tarkov where you know you kind of get a little relaxed because there's not so there's not always going to be a threat you're doing a lot of scavenging a lot of yeah. looting you know whatever and then you hear something go down and there's not going to be 50 people all converging there. There might be one or two. Yeah. I, I just feel like it'd be interesting. I feel like, I feel like you actually, that's, um, you bring up a really interesting point, which is that like, yeah, it, it feels like a game that is kind of sold as unpredictable. It, it, you know what I mean? That's kind of the vibe it wants to give you. They want to give you the, like, you never know. It feels pretty predictable and it feels like you're absolutely right. Like they're trying to, and this probably has to do with how full the servers are. You know what I mean? I mean, how full, how many people are playing now versus how many people were playing yeah. back then is that they are probably trying to push to the limits, how many people they can get in a single raid. And that means no matter how many times they, you know, put in the patch notes that they're working on spawns, you can still, was I with you? No, I was playing with deadly. I was playing with deadly and we spawned on reserve in the, you know, the marked, the marked room building that's like by the bunker and the train station and like I literally like spawned in. I was I was holding W before my screen was fully faded up from black. And all I did was walk out the door, turn left, and I saw a guy sprinting towards me and we shot him. And we were a duo that spawned yeah. right. And I was like, and I'm not even I'm not even saying that as a criticism of BSG, because I know that it's like they're trying to find that balance, right? Where they got a bunch of people, they don't want matching times to be long, so they push as many people as they can put in. The maps are only so big, so they have to put them there. So it's definitely um, that's definitely an interesting idea that if like, if there were less people, it would bring some of the predictability back. I think part of it though, man, is just like, we've, we've rung a bell that can't be unrung. And that's just like Tarkov's a popular game. And when there's a popular game, there's metas, there's analyses of like, exactly like, like Anton going into a raid with a Kiver and a TT and just shooting his friend was as science as it got back then. You know what I mean? Like no fam, like a crazy person writing a like 62 page blog post. He was like, you know, he was like this, you know, crazy mad scientist working away, but it's too popular now. There's, there's just, 
And I feel like there's a little bit of that that just can't, we can't go back. There's always going to be a meta loot spot, a meta spawn, a meta gun, a meta armor, a meta value, a meta item. And it's just like, I just, I don't think they can ever fix that. You know what I mean? If they cut the people in half, there, it, it would still shoreline. There would still be whatever the spawns were. It would still be bum rushed to the resort to get the lead X and it might distribute the wealth different, but there's, there's a slice of that that I feel like just comes with, it's trendy, it's new, it's exciting, it's a popular game now, you know? Yeah, I mean, we'll have to see what happens, uh, you know, there's still kind of the question um, of, you know, open world, question yes. mark, which is exactly what I said during yes. the interview with Nikita. Dude, and I, I was like, he didn't give anything, but the, not a but fucking, the infills not thing is interesting. So if they the make thing. these, if, if if they even just make the maps the size they are now, if they make a shoreline raid last, you know, three hours and there's some sort of randomized loot spawn and you can infill into a raid, that's a way to bring that questions back and you just never know, you know? For sure. And there's there's been a lot of conjecture, I yeah. guess. Uh, that, that was probably one of the most... Uh, not controversial. It was but the most like, eyebrow-raising thing he said. Yeah, you and, 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 and everybody was like, and "That was what everybody's <laughs> major takeaway was." Just like, what, what are, what are yeah. infills? What are infills? And for all we know, like, I, I heard a bunch of different people say, like, he might have just met like slightly different mechanics around spawning in. Yeah, I thought and, that and too. It might, it might not be. It might not be anything having to do with remotely like open world or mid raid, you know, infills or whatever, or maybe he misspoke yeah. and meant to, you know, I, I, I don't know. Um, he could maybe, have just maybe legit meant him. spawn points. You know what I mean? Who knows? Yeah. Um, but I mean, again, there's a lot of things that they could do. Um, think about the way that the game has been moving with the, with the weight system, the weight system makes it such that there's only so much you can take out. So yeah. if there's a four man and a four man and they fight each other, chances are you're gonna have yeah two maybe dudes two alive. guys left yep. on one team, you know, or one guy alive. That's eight dudes worth of gear. He might be able to drop his stuff for insurance, and then pick up one or two guys more gear. But ultimately, there's still six to seven, yep. you know, kits that are usable. Yep. Imagine if that fact coupled with if keys were much, 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 much more rare, yep. then that would mean that there wasn't someone opening up Mark Room every single raid. So maybe yeah. if you could get, maybe if a raid was an hour and a half long and you could get in at any time, then it would get rid of all of the predictability. Yep. Um, anybody would be anywhere. I mean, that would, that would be no different, like for all intents and purposes than open world. You might yeah. spawn in 25 minutes in when somebody just got a kill, grab their stuff and they're on their way out. Yep. Um, and then you might walk to Mark's room and the door might be locked and there might be seven bodies there. Yep. Yep. You know, who knows? Um, for sure. It so, would definitely bring a scavenger feel to the, to the game. You know what I mean? We don't spawn in and there's never, we're never really just like finding a dead body and then scavenging to see if there's anything left. You do that as a scav. Sometimes you do that even fewer if you're a PMC and a fight broke out on the other side of the map. But it would be interesting to have that be a core part of the thing. Yeah, you're like, you're finding the one guy dropped the three man, couldn't take everything, took what he could. You stumble upon that and you're like, oh, there's a nice little AK here or some mags with some BT. You know what I mean? Yep. 
I don't want to. I mean, like if if you if you look at if you look at the uh, I I keep all of these things are so intertwined. Dude, everything. Yeah. Um, the 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 history of Tarkov video. What I've been starting with, I made a timeline. I, let me just explain it real quick. I yeah, basically yeah. want to go back to pre-alpha, pre-0.1, like announcement trailer. Nikita's a baby, you know, <laughs> seven seven years ago, effectively. Yeah, effectively. Um, and I wanna, I'm I'm timelining out and documenting the history of the game. Um, yeah. From the beginning, every major patch, all the additions, all of the meta shifts, all of the glitches and bugs and exploits, and yeah. all of the, um, you know, what people were doing, what the game was like, what the community was like, all of that shit. And I'm I'm trying to go pretty deep with it. So one of the things I, I, I did uh, today was I grabbed the alpha trailer. And I don't know if you were here for it. Um, I might play it. Uh, I'll probably play it at least one more time today. Yeah. Uh, just like a three-minute intro that I made for this video that I finished right before uh, the stream. That's essentially... It's the alpha trailer, but it's cut up so that I reenacted everything oh. in... 12.11 wow Literally, I, it was two hours ago so like i have the same gun the m4 with That's like that the, the brown yeah, rail yeah, with, yeah. The, with like the eotech on it and he like finds the eotech in raid and then he finds a shotgun and is loading up but there's a few there's a lot of there's a there's so many things that are totally different yeah and i and i juxtaposition those yep. two things but then also there's things that are like identical yeah so like one of the things it starts off with uh over by um the trailer park on customs and the guy's got his you know little fucking nvgs he pops down he's got a makarov and it's a just a bear with a makarov you know and it's like he's like level six and and he's just walking around picking up shotgun shells one by one like going through all of the, yep. the fucking storage containers like that's the shit you used to do because yep. there wasn't an infinite stuff everywhere you had to it really was almost post-apocalyptic, right? Like you yeah. had to find your shit. Yep. Um. But, but then you know, I, I walk over uh, to like number sixty-two, and he walks in, and there's a shotgun on the on the like box with some shotgun shells, and then I walk over, and the door is closed. You can't get into it anymore. So it's like, huh? So then I my guy turns around and walks away over, and then there's a car sticking out of the like one of the other bays. And on the trunk of the car, I have a shotgun with the shells. I, I staged it there. So then I walk over, grab the shotgun, and start loading it. And literally every other, like, frame, I'm cutting back and forth between oh, the, alpha the alpha trailer. And the animation's identical. That's He's like, sick. click, and it cuts in. And, and But, like, obviously the graphics yeah, yeah. Look, look different because I have post effects, and it's a lot newer, and there's a whole lot of other effects it, that, that weren't there before. Yep. But it's... That's it's pretty sick. sick so there's just dude. a whole I, yeah, lot of want... side by side. Um, but but looking at the old alpha trailer, dude, it tells you. See, it, it it's hard to know. I I don't want to say that like that is the way Tarkov was meant to be because that was like yeah they just put up the scaffolding of this building and they're like check out this sweet house yeah like nobody nobody wanted to live in that shack but at the same time it was still had like a fucking essence about it for sure and and that old. Tarkov is, I think, what a lot of us fell in love with, and it's so different today. So, sort of for better or worse. So that's kind of what I want to talk about. I mean, that's a that's a really fundamental thing. We've we talked about the, of that a lot in our in our private conversations about how like 
they're allowed to move the goalpost. They're allowed to, while they're building the house, go, you know what? Now that I think about it, what if we did this? But, you know, if we don't know that that's happened, you've got people that exactly judge the game based on what its original vision was or what we thought the original vision was. You've got people that come in and judge the game based on what we have now or what they talk about now. And that is a hard thing. Yeah, it's hard to be like, because you want to give them... We, I want to support them in making whatever game they make, but then also support their creative decisions to move or change things as they see fit. And so yeah. it's really, I mean, I, the like right now, still, when you're at the uh, trader screen up at the top, it says traders, flea market, and auction house. And I'm pretty sure Nikita has been on record of saying like, I don't think we're going to make the auction house anymore, but it's still yep. up there. Like, so that right there is something that at least at one point was had, you know, storyboards in the office and design and it was going to be this and cool. And it, you know, it might not make the cut anymore. So I've been uncovering a ton of that too, going back to dev blogs and yeah. all like the fucking, not the alpha trailer, but the, it's like one of the second trailers they came out with literally had streets of Tarkov in it. Yeah. It was like, and it's something that I, we've heard people say, but it's not until you're like going back through the fucking dusty annals of, you know, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Tarkov history that all of a sudden you see a map you've never seen before from seven years ago. Like, whoa, what the fuck? Yep. Um, and then there's, he walks over in, in dorms, dude, in dorms, the three story dorms, you know how, like when you walk in the front door, there's the little office, like right on yeah, the yeah, left yeah. on the right, there's a light switch. Oh back yeah. In Alpha, he turns you can walk on. over and go click. And you walked out and it was like, yeah, the, the fucking lights would come. And it's like, where was that? Dude, yeah. The door they opening and closing and animations were so much more. Well, that and also, but it also had the door open. Oh, yeah. The, the slow through. breach. Yeah. You know, but then you're like stuck in a, you know, so there's just like a million things that I don't think people know about. So I'm, I'm so excited to talk about all of that stuff yeah. and to share everything. And uh, yeah, it's, it's a little bit of an ambitious project. I kind of want to go and like kind of documentary style yeah i haven't even i haven't told anybody this but kind of want to like interview like deadly and sacral oh and dude like, uh, like sequisha yeah like going back clean all the people that as many people as i can find that are like you know long running players and then have them i'll interview them and then i'll have them basically talking in an interview style, but then I'll cut to like the footage of yeah, the thing, yeah. and I'm I put out on Twitter. I'm like, send me your clips, your quintessential. I saw clips. that. Yep. The first, the first thing I grabbed, um, that I it, that was what gave me the idea for that tweet, um, was the smokes clip. The I stabbed him. <laughs> I stabbed him. Have you seen that? <laughs> yeah. Where, dude, where it's just he. Uh, you just watch that, and you know even then, yeah, how much of a different game it is. Imagine. Yeah. Spawning in factory and forklifts, slowly walking out with a hatchet, and then seeing another guy slowly walk out with a hatchet. In factory, like, no, sorry, I spawn in forklifts, and I'm getting naded, and there's three dudes coming at me. Yep. But now he's like, he's got USEC too, so he's like, what the fuck? You know, like, whatever. And he's, 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 it's so funny because he's trying to, like, struggle with the comms. He's doing everything right. Yeah, but the USEC 2's comms are also toxic. Oh my god! And he's like, "What the fuck is wrong with you?" And he's like, "Jesus, dude, I just wanted to be like, what, you know?" Yeah. Um, dude. and he keeps trying to be like, "Loot the jacket," and the guy's like, "Oh no, I'm gonna," you know. He was trying to communicate with the guy, like, "Follow me, come here, follow me." So then finally, he's like, "Oh, you loot the jacket, I'll cover you." And he's like, you know, kind of side looks out and sees the guy creeping up on him, and he just whack one one taps dude. him in the face, and instantly he must have pressed Y instantly after because it was like, whack. 
I stabbed him. I stabbed him. <laughs> and it was like, that's the, I think honestly, the only time I've ever heard that voice line ever used. Really? Um, it's just fucking, that right there is like something that needs to be pinned to like the, yeah. the timeline of like little snippet in history. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Yep. It, it's really interesting. I would love to, I would love to, I mean, of course we'd love to pick Nikita's brain or anyone from BSG about anything, but this specific topic of like, yeah, how, how the game has evolved and how like the spirit of the game has evolved with it. You know what I mean? It's just like, like I, I, yeah, I love that. Yeah, who, know, who knows if, if the spirit, if the spirit of the game now is what Nikita always wanted Yeah, and he just needed to build stuff towards it or if the the spirit of the game kind of changed with popularity yeah. and you know who 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 knows only nikita knows because but i think when we talk to him yeah i think i know yeah for sure and 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 the the important thing to remember is that like we're still not there yet you know what i mean like when you talked when you asked him about like game changing features you know what i mean how impactful something as small as the cms kit and something as big of the flea as the flea market how both of those things fundamentally at its core changed how we interact with this video game. And you were like, man, do you have anything else? And he was like, so much, so much. And I think that's a reminder, like, and I, tr I try to tell people this. It's like, dude, like, you got to remember what we signed up for here, which is like beta. We are not playing the game that's going to be at launch. You know what I mean? When hearing him talk a little bit about the, uh, the economy stuff, which we can get into later. And, you know, you know, you kill all the cultists, there's left stuff in the marked room. Like, yeah, it's it's ambitious. There's a lot of stuff, but it's like, we still don't know how this game is going to shake out. We still don't know how it's all going to be. And there's still a lot of stuff that I think is going to change. Like you were saying, the weight system is has has become a, one of those things, right? Where you used to be able to bring in a thick items case and you could just sweep labs and make 62 million rubles in one raid. And that is just not on the table anymore. And for better or for worse, whether you like it or hate it, it's caused you to have a lot more cost-benefit analyses in raid. Is this fight worth it? I've died a bunch today, and I don't want to go buy another kit. I can only take so much of this out. Should I ditch my kit? Should I like? You're doing that more, whether you like it or not, because of the weight system. You know what I mean? And so, it's it's interesting. And I, I'm, I'm already like, we definitely don't have to camp out here, but I'm already seeing like a bunch of people post it in chat. Like if, if you just think it's as simple as like get rid of the flea market and the game's going to be in a better place, like you're just, you're looking the wrong way. You're looking the wrong direction for multiple reasons. One, because they spent like it, it it's a core thing it's a core part of the game and the original vision, right? Like the flea market thing has always been up top there since alpha. It's always said traders flea market auction house. So that's fundamentally yeah. a part of the game that they've always wanted in it. So you as somebody who's got 62 hours in the game saying, if they just take it away, it would be better. That doesn't really make sense. Secondly, the big man himself has bold face said on multiple occasions, it's never going anywhere. And you're just looking the wrong direction. Like, you know what I mean? I think, I think it's more about what's coming alongside of the flea market or how the flea market can subtly change to support those things. I was going to bring this up. I, you know that I can get caught up here for hours. But like earlier when you were talking about how you miss some of that old gameplay where it was like some guy had an SKS, you had a Makarov and nobody knew what you were doing and fights lasted longer. Like I go back to my, you know... I know that a few of the things would need to be tweaked, but no am ammo, armor, or guns on the flea market. Oh yeah, no, that's you know what I mean. Because it's like because now 
all the other all the other aspects of the game, the hideout, the quests are all still supported from the flea market, by the flea market, and by found and raid. But you could be you could be level forty nine and have sixteen million rubles, but have to bring in an SKS because you lost your last slick and you can't just buy another one. You know what I mean? Yeah. You might have to an SKS and a, a trooper armor, and it's like, you know what I mean? So like stuff like that where. This, I, I I keep coming back to that where I really feel like that would give us the best of both worlds. It would be a flea market rich experience, but the fights and the combat would be unpredictable and fun. But yeah, I, don't I know. yeah, completely agree. I I really, really, really tried to communicate that. Um, <laughs> it was a couple months ago um, in like a call with uh, with Clean and Nikita and a few other folks. I don't remember now who who was there. Um, because there was the whole concept, uh, the topic of we want rarity, blah, blah, blah. But we also want people to be able to make money if they, yeah. you know, aren't good at PvP and blah, blah, blah. So I, I mean, that's, I, I thought, I, I really tried to propose that as the yeah. ultimate solution because, um, I mean, Nikita had said how much he like wants to limit nikita and clean and a whole bunch of other folks right they talk about like we obviously there's gonna there's gonna be scarcity and there's gonna yeah. be rarity so you can't have that and also have the flea market and also have the ability to craft yeah all of the good shit right yeah. because um i mean obviously that just means there's like 27 sources for fucking everything yeah. and which means that there is you know, no scarcity yeah, so then all the all the the newer players, I basically said like remove the ability to craft the high tier ammo then, and then Nikita had said um, like the response was, and th and these are where sometimes I feel like conversations get lost in the weeds where it yeah. was like, okay, you the remember that the initial issue is PvP will be better with like scarcity of high tier everything, everything, yeah, ammo, armor decked out guns okay that's the problem that was like the initial thing that a lot of i mean i think pretty much most people from newbies all the way up to veterans except for like the uber chads that want to just hold shift w yeah. and, and that's fine too you'll i guarantee you'll have a way of doing that yeah um you know you're you're probably not going to be running short on gear you know you'll yeah. figure out uh you know but um but, you know, the, the veterans want to get back to, like, a slower paced, you know, better, yeah, more, uh, what's the, what's the term, like, scrappy. Yeah, combat. for sure. Um, and then, and then the new players want to be able to compete. And feel like they and have they, a chance. And feel like they have a chance. Um, so, so, it's like, great, cool. Civilian only flea market. Civilian flea market. Get rid of those three ca categories. Oh, well, you know, the thing is, is that people, you know, they, they, they're afraid that they won't be able to, you know, get it or yeah. whatever. And it's like, well, they can craft it. Oh, well, you know, but when you craft it, it's found in raid, which doesn't make sense and just shows how this, yeah. how it, it was tacked on, yes. you know, a, a vestigial sort of leftover um, in the design process. So make it so that ammo that you craft isn't found in raid. Or that you can't sell it on the flea market. Like, there's yeah. a number of ways you could do it, right? Like, if you want to make it so that the newbies have a chance, 
they can craft 995, but they have to use it. Exactly. Or they can craft it, um, and but they can't just flood the market with it because you'll just have all of the casuals flooding the market for all of the chads. Exactly. Because no no casuals, not no. 98% of the casuals aren't going on the flea and buying 995. Like the casuals want, we've talked about this before, the casuals want the ability to access the gear. But when given that access, they flip it and they only use said access to make money off the gear. They craft it to sell it because they can make money that way. The few cases where the unfortunate newbie says, I just grinded hatchet ran or whatever for three days to get enough to buy 90 rounds of 995 and then they go into a raid and die before they shoot a round of it. Exactly. And And they don't realize that's unfortunate. But yeah. by and large, people that have have some hours into the game, there, yeah, it's not the casuals buying the 995 off the flea market. It's not you're removing their access exactly. It's 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 giving somebody access that supports the other game loops of the game. You want high tier ammo? Either go kill somebody for it or craft it. And if you don't want to craft it, it supports that scavenger mindset and game loop. Go find the items you need, craft it. Now I've got it, and I've got to use it. And they don't even have to, like, if it's civilian flea and there's no armor, ammo, or guns, then they don't even have to worry about changing find and raid or non-find and raid because it's just, it's you just can't listen on the flea. So now you got to lo- use it. So it's like, it supports the gameplay of the other things. And you you mentioned something you uh, really quickly where, like, you can tell that a lot of these things were tacked on. That's a really important thing to know because the thing is, is, like, when we talk about my own idea, civilian flea. That requires a lot of other changes. That means the traders need to be reworked because what they have to offer for sale and for barter is largely been changed because of access to the flea. It means loot needs to be different. But the thing we have to remember is that we're we're four years deep on, oh no, there's a problem. Well, let's put this bandaid on. Oh no, there's a problem. Well, let's put this bandaid on. Oh no, there's a problem. So now it's like a, a really important thing to realize is moving forward any long-term solution will require a lot of fixing of that, right? Like there is no like, because I would say then to you, if you say get rid of the flea, it's going to be the same thing. Well, now nobody will have access to anything because so many of the things are like barter only or not even sold by the traders anymore or yeah, sold in limits. Questing, exactly. Looting, I mean, everything will need to change so because it's, like, it's all intertwined. So it's like, and, and I'm not even I'm not even here to crap on the devs. I know that they're doing their best, but I'm saying it's important to realize that we live in a really fragile house here. So any idea is going to require a little bit of that. Like, but I st- I still think the core of the whole civilian flea it would require some other tinkering. But it 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 only supports, I honestly don't think it would be that much. I don't think that much. I just think just a little bit. But like, I really just think it supports it's it makes the hideout better. It makes PvP better. It makes scavenging better. You can still be an Uber Chad. You can still play slow. It doesn't exclude anybody. It affects everybody equally. Like it's one of those things where I just can't, you know what I mean? That because that's what I'm looking for in a in a change. It's like I want it to support the other pillars of the game. And it yep. feels like it makes the hideout play so much more impactful. You know what I mean? Like to grind your hideout up, to have the even ability to craft these things. You know what I mean? Like, um, what would I mean? Like, I I kind of so, want to dive into this because normally what happens is I start throwing this off a of Twitch chat, and then it's like me and seventy five <laughs> people that are all either totally in agreement and don't need to say anything, yeah. or say the same asinine shit yeah, you know, over, over and over, and over again. again um 
I just got here. Are we talking about getting rid of the flea? Uh, so, like, <laughs> let's just imagine Escape from Tarkov exactly how it is today, except you couldn't buy guns, ammo, or armor. Yeah. So, first of all... Off the flea. Off the, off the flea market. Yeah. I don't buy armor off the flea. I don't... I only buy guns off the flea if I need it for like gunsmith basically yeah. um yeah. but otherwise i don't i don't really buy guns off the flea um and then i mean again this is just me I, i'm not i'm not don't worry i'm not trying to say that this is the experience yeah. so you know whatever um and then the only reason why i buy ammo off the flea and it's never good shit i don't i do yeah. not buy 995 i do no not way. buy m61 it like it, it's I, I lose money getting the budget shit. So like I'm not yeah. I don't want to spend more than three or four hundred rubles around. Um but yeah, I only do that because the trader limits on the yes. ammo. And the only reason why the trader limits yes. on the ammo were there because it was tacked on because before because Found in Raid, you could you could literally buy out one person if they had an infinite amount of money, could buy the ammo from the trader and then flip it for ten times the price. Yep. Which you can't do anymore. So the limits don't make any sense. No sense. Um so I mean, yeah, like what what would what would need to change? I think like increase the limits on ammo. Yeah. I think basically what would need to be looked what? at is that since the flea has been added, so much new gear, new guns, new caliber of guns, and new attachments have been added. And some of that stuff is like I think it would just we would need to take a look at like what spawns in raid and what is sold by the traders like i'm okay if certain suppressors or even guns were like barter only i like i like this mixture of barter economy and especially if the the barter economy is supported by the flea market because you can buy barter items but but i think it would just need to be like what spawns in raids you know what i mean like like any of the um i feel like everything can spawn like for the most part you'll maybe. find if you go to like the mark room you'll find an rsas you'll find you know, uh, everything down to fucking 1911s, yeah. you'll find Glocks, you know, I mean, there's like, you can get pretty much everything. Um, it's just and certain then when things... you go into like Kiba, armor can be on the mannequins, like that's rare, maybe make it a little bit less rare, yeah. you know, like. I think, I think it would just be like, like, I would love for a meta M4 to still exist, but it's so rare because you had to find all those things you know what i mean like there would be two metas there would be the meta from the traders yes. and then the min max thing yeah that you could only like you imagine would have to so it's like i don't want to get rid of that i just want to make it like imagine you kill a guy and you're like this dude's m4 has 32 vertical recoil like you know what i mean and it's it's at like 72 durability because he used that same M4 and was just mm -hmm. finding stuff and finding stuff and finding stuff. So And you might shoot one bullet out of it and die. And, and it misfires and you die. <laughs> you know what I mean? So so like I agree. I don't think much would need to change as far as that stuff. I feel like it would just require like a pass on what because a lot of the attachments you find are like worthless attachments, like really old attachments. Like, you know what I mean? Like you, you, I would love to be able to find more um like foregrips you can you really so, i mean as soon as you as soon as grips. you get level two traders you have access to better shit than more better than like almost all the stuff you're gonna find yeah and then the when you find the good stuff 
the thing is, is that because it's used, it's only because it's used for gunsmith. I, I, I you might be able to say it that it, it's because they're meta, but like, yeah. like the shift grip, like, or the skeletonized grip. Yeah. Uh, that I, I grab that and it's like, oh, it's worth one hundred yeah. and twenty thousand. It's literally only because of gunsmith, yep. not because it's good or it looks cool. Yep. Um, so, I mean, like. I really do think that it would be a really great starting point. Like if, if I had the ability tomorrow yep. to make the change, it would be, I would be, I would make the change and I would very closely be monitoring. Okay. What do we need to tweak anything? Yep. You know, I wouldn't just make the change and walk away, but yeah, it would correct. be remove the ability to sell guns, armor, and ammo on the flea market. Yep. You can still do attachments. Um, and I would also want to remove like 80 percent of the shit from the trades yeah see that's an interesting point the attachments I, i'm 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 back and forth on that because then if you find an m4 you can just buy all the attachments to make it a meta m4 off the flea market and we're kind of back to back to square one it would be interesting if it was the opposite way if you couldn't list attachments but you could find guns it's like yeah you can you can buy um 79 vertical recoil m4 off the flea market sure you know what i mean but it's like but you couldn't get the mer like because that's what I do. I buy one. I go, you know, mer upper three hundred seventy millimeter barrel, the SOCOM suppressor, the shift grip, bada bing, bada boom, thirty eight vertical recoil. Let's go. You know what I mean? Like, all right. So then one more, one more tweak to that. You make it so that the because I think they already added the idea of like the tiers of um, yeah of attachments, attachments right? So. So they made it so that like the top tier, it's not just one that's the best. There's like four that are the best. Yeah. So if they just made those, it's it's hard to say because all of this stuff really does. It only makes sense in the given snapshot of a moment in time. If there's a billion players, yeah, and they're all raiding all day long, and you want a certain amount of stuff on the flea market, you need to tweak that dial differently than if there's seven people playing yeah um so really you kind of want to look at like what's the end goal we want to make it so that you know if you want to buy a fucking mer upper there's going to be one or two for sale every day so that means if think about that that means if there's ten thousand people playing you want one then there needs to be effectively like a one in yeah. ten thousand chance of it spawning in marked room um you know and, and again i'm not necessarily saying these yeah, numbers are for sure but like for sure but then what what that means is that you're gonna end up with doing what like smoke did back in the day where he would have an ak with like the the rail grip yep. and iron sights and he goes in and he finds a dot it might not be the best dot but he's like it's a dot and it's gonna provide me i mean yep. it's so much better to have an optic I played for months before I had a fucking red dot on any of my guns, and yep. it was like the world yep. had changed. Yep. Now everybody, literally, they just never run with iron sights, uh, you know, except for their never. first couple raids. Yeah. Um, and so I fucking love that. So you'd have all these janky, mismatched builds, you know, whatever. And then if you had someone who you grab the fucking, oh, the Fortis, you know, this is what I want. I'm going to yep. hold on to it. And you, it would take you a month maybe to build that gun. Yep. Um. But then you'd be that much more excited, yep. and I would be 
less likely to shift W and more playing like I play now how I am because I'm doing the guide. Yep. And it's like chilling out everywhere <laughs> and can get shot from anywhere. I don't want to die. Yep. You know, like, um, yep. I don't know, man. I agree. I mean, to be honest with you, I, 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 I think it's, yeah, no, no guns, no attachments, no armor, no ammo, remove a lot of the stuff from the traders. And it's, it's just, it's everybody's on the same playing field and you're still like, it's still skill-based. It's still, you're still rewarded for killing because the more, if, if you're good at the game, the more people you kill, the more of these random attachments you're collecting from these other people builds, the more you can discard what you don't need, build what you need. Like, like you were saying, like if you're a God at this game, you'll find a way to use good gear almost every raid. You know what I mean? But at yeah. least I'll know that you, like, I don't want to say that you worked for it because you can't get a billion rubles in this game without working for it in theory. But at, but I don't know. It'll just be different. You know what I mean? Like, and it'll, and, and, and what what I do feel is that a lot of people judge the game based on the the 0.1%. You know what I mean? They see a few of these streamers that have, you know, 80% survival rates, 320 million rubles, and because they have that much rubles, they literally do buy every single thing off the fleet. It doesn't matter. 995, give me a thousand rounds. Like it doesn't matter to them money. But I really think like I think that 90% of the player base sits somewhere between that fresh brand new noob and way underneath those 1%. You know what I mean? I think and and all of that would be squished into this exactly scrappy scavengy middle ground where you you work up to a dope kit that you spend a week putting together you know what i mean like and, and that makes it hurt that much more exactly when you die to like a cheater you know that sucks or die to a bug but i mean that's the nature of what we have to deal with right now 100%. um unfortunately but but yeah dude i'm i'm like i fully think that that i mean that's something that they could do with little work so little um and you would see the ripple effect as like everything that was on the flea was getting sold and then could no longer be listed anymore and then right then you'd start to experience what it would be like and it was like if it turned out bad for whatever reason you can tweak some other dials or yep. put it back in but i would love to see what the fucking game would bro, be like you like that you want to know you want to know how easy this is bro like, should I? Should we do a use uh, fucking petition? Dude, to try to get signatures. Yeah, well, here's the thing: for God's sake, flip the ETS servers back on. Stop using them for tournaments and put it like that on the ETS for a month. And yeah, but there's like seven people that play on the ETS. Yeah, watch it spread. Watch that NDA be broken every other day because people are moving, migrating in mass. You know what I mean? Like, like, uh, yeah. it, dude, it would happen if they. But if they announced it, if they said. Because that's the other thing about the ETS is nobody ever knows when they are changing things. You know what I mean? And certain things definitely require to be under an NDA. Like, you know what I mean? If they're testing out like a feature that hasn't yet be, to be disclosed. You know what I mean? But if they said, if they said ETS servers are back up, we have made some changes to the economy, you know, please be providing feedback. And they just gave us some time to like play on it. You know what I mean? Like they just, they have this, they have servers that are engineered to be tinkered with. Like put it, please put it up there for a month and just let's see. You know what I mean? Like I, because that, because that's the thing to be honest with you is people, people have to see it 
to believe it. I think there's, I think a lot of people like you and me understand it. And I got a lot of love on that video, which was great. But I think, I think if we, if we did a, let's sign a petition thing, you know what I mean? If we blasted this out, the, the nuances and the subtleties really are lost on people. Exactly what we just said. We're buried under a lot of band-aids. And so every idea has got, uh, well, what about this? And well, what about that? And every day, every idea has one because we're built on this house of band-aids. So people need to see it. You know what I mean? And, and to be honest with you, like I, uh, dude, I, I, I want, like, it, it's been my dream. Like I promise you, I don't know. I can pull up the video since like two and a half months ago, three months ago when I put that video out. So just like, I would, I would pay $10,000 to get an hour one-on-one -on -one with me and Nikita to pitch it. Nobody else around offline. Like, cause I want to, I want him to, I want him to hear it. I want him to hear me. How, how much, wait, how much money did you <laughs> say? You know what I, I mean? Can, I and I just want to, I want to get your, your Nikita broker. I've got one in stock. I want to get his thoughts on it. You know what I mean? Because he hears a billion ideas a day. You know what I mean? He's, he's glossed over to it, but like, I don't know if like that, I want to tell him that we were just talking about, I want to be like, doesn't this make the hideout better? I know you guys put a lot Dude. of time into it. Doesn't this make the flea market better? I know you guys put a lot of time into this. You know what I mean? We we proved it. We proved it when we had the discussion and there wasn't nine other people all talking at the same time. Yes. The fact that the fact that he said, Oh yeah, I never really thought about the, you know, Dickie Needle spam. And it was like, have you, dude, bro, have you ever seen him be like, I never really thought about it? Dude. It's like holy shit like that right there could potentially have been like a paradigm future exactly. changing epiphany where he's like oh maybe not everything in the game is it Dude. everything in the game can be immersive and it also can be immersion breaking yes. it just depends on how you use it yep bro you throw a hundred grenades in the air that's immersion breaking yep you, when, when when the tr when the trader wants me to do a quest that makes no sense, that is immersion breaking. When six scavs are standing around shooting the uh, battlefield theme song into the sky, gun, 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 trying to signal to other people, like, what do you mean? Yeah, you totally. Mean the Terminator theme song. They're so close. Some people think it's battlefield. Some people think it's Terminator. They're, Terminator came first. It did. Last time I called it the Terminator theme song, everyone was yelling at me because it was battlefield. Either way. That's immersion breaking. You know what I mean? Like, I, dude, I put that down as a really pivotal moment of that podcast. And I'm glad you picked up on that too. As something as simple as that, 100%. Nikita saying, I'd never thought about that before is impactful. And 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 I was so glad it was like that around VoIP because, because exactly, because you can tell, you can tell in his eyes, his biggest fear is the immersion, like breaking the immersion. And He's and I think he and the team can be so blinded by that fear that exactly they don't see. It's like, bro, tell me that some of this stuff in the game is not absolutely immersion breaking already. And everything is immersive until I see another player and then it's instantly broken. Yes. Today. You know what I mean? Like and it's so it's instantly it paves a pathway towards much better immersion. So but I'm saying that's what I'm saying. Like I want I would I just want to ask okay, so Nikita because what the what Here's my fear, as always, is I don't want to be a mouthpiece for ignorance. So I don't, you know what I mean? Like, I just want him to be like, dude, there's that we that wouldn't work because this. And I don't, they don't owe me anything. They don't owe me nothing. They don't have to tell me anything. Don't, I'm not entitled. You know who I am. I'm not entitled to anything. But it's like, I feel so passionately that this idea would be better for the game. And I don't want to be a mouthpiece for it if it would be bad for the game. But on the flip side, I'm like, dude, if I if I feel like if they just tested this out, man, people would dig it. 
I think I think you'd have people coming back to the game. I think people would not not realize how much fun they are having. I think everybody that's worried about their access being limited, they'd start winning more fights because the other people weren't always with slicks and Aldens, and they'd be like, "Oh damn, maybe maybe that was a worthwhile a gun, trade." You know, yeah. oh my god, the fucking early videos, every time I found a fort or every time I dude, yeah, it's like I have clips from both like Jack Frags pre-alpha after the NDA was lifted yeah. initial gameplay and my gameplay where it's like an SKS for the foregrip and a dot, and it was like this thing is fucking decked, like yeah. we need to get out, yeah. you know? And it yeah. was like at the end of one of my fucking videos, I'm like Oh my god, my heart's racing, and you see my stash, it's filled with coal packs and kivers. Yep. And packas. And I looted an M4 with a foregrip on the front. And I was like, Dude, you know what I mean? Because it was like because I had never seen it before. You know yep. what I mean? It wasn't I didn't have infinite access to it. So yep. it's one of those things that people just don't know. I think people are like, you're gonna limit my access and take away my ability to get everything. That's yep. bad without realizing like they don't realize what they're missing yes because they never experienced that yeah. so honestly i think it would be way 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 easier if i could just convince nikita to make this the next event in the calendar or oh whatever my as opposed god that's a perfect way of being that like is... it's an event it's temporary because then if everybody decides they love it we just that... trick everybody into Bro, taking it that is the perfect idea that is a perfect event. You know what I mean? Like a message from, I don't know who runs the flea market saying that like... United Nations. Yeah, the, yeah dude saying like that like, you know, current like, you know, temporarily until things cool off in the area, the flea market is going to be an armistice zone. We are no longer accepting uh, deals to be made with... Oh my God, dude. And that happens for a weekend. You know what I mean? Maybe a week max and you and you let people... Let, let some of this stuff fizzle out. Two It'd be interesting. I mean, I'd love that. They just haven't done an event that long yet. But I would be, I'd give it, yeah, two years. I'm making an event. I don't care. Yeah. But uh, I think it'd be really interesting. That's a really good idea, bro. I'll ask Nikki. Do we, dude, if it is an event, though, we need to be like, just don't, don't believe what anybody says for the first 48 hours because it, it'll be the apocalypse for the first 48 hours on social media. But then. It, then they'll it always, realize. It, it, the thing is, is that I think Nikita, I mean, he's he's just more and more, you know, jaded, just like me. Right after the the, the podcast uh, that we had him on, um, I got a message from him. Uh, it was literally like six hours later. I think he like went to bed and then like woke up. Uh, and his message to me was. Uh, where the fuck is it? Oh, come on. So this is after after the podcast? We, yeah, we we we've talked a lot since then. Jesus. <laughs> Just he, uh, yeah, okay. Homies. So this he he writes check the post on Reddit about today's podcast. I shouldn't mention Reddit on the podcast's comments are shit. And the the thread was literally and and I I love there's there's three bullet points from the Jesus, thread, dude. Um, Nikita is a lying sack of shit, and we went too easy on him. Oh, that was my. probably about ten percent of the comments. 
And then the other 90% are... So glad I didn't see this. Are... They're almost always, which I, like, I love. Oh, you know, they click on the video and they see my face. They go, oh, a Veritas? <sighs> no thanks. Someone oh. give me a TLDR. I, he's insufferable. Jesse's a nice guy. I'm like, Jesus you know what? Jesus Christ, I <laughs> I hate that so uh, much. There was, now, there was one comment that I was like, fucking, oh, I was so mad where the guy said said something like, um, like, you're an ass kisser or whatever. I'm like, fuck off. Like, I actually took that more offensive than anything because it was like, <laughs> you have to realize that it's one thing for a bunch of people all to echo chamber to hate me. Like, I'm used to that. But then for everybody to, to then say, but Jesse's cool. And then one guy, the minority of the minority is like, no, fuck that guy, Jesse. It's like, <laughs> what? Are you kidding? Oh, they were saying I was the kiss ass. Yeah, that Bro, you were the kiss ass. I did. That's why. That's what made me mad. I was uh, like, that made me more mad than people saying I'm a fucking arrogant blowhard or whatever. I'll, I'm used to that. Um, I had some dude write a novel on my YouTube comments saying that I was just water. No, he had ever called me water before. Isn't that, isn't that interesting? You just water. Be water, my friend. Just water, my dude. And I was like, hey, dude, I. I'm so glad I didn't see that. It's not surprising, but I'm very glad I didn't see that. Just because, why? Why do you yeah, even but I play? Felt, I felt bad. Like, why do you? Why are you on the Reddit? You know what I mean? Like, just go well, play because Fall they, Guys I mean, are among us. Like, come on. They no, they genuinely think that. I mean, th they probably the don't deal. play. To be honest with you, they just troll. Yes and no. See, I, I, as much as I think that they're all degenerate, ignorant morons, at the same time, I still try to see things from th their perspective in the same way that, like, when I debate people on fucking Flat Earth <laughs> or whatever, yeah. like, I, I totally recognize when people are like, you would say that because, you, you yeah. know, uh, or, or they, they are... Very often, you know, people will say they're either full of shit or they're trolling or they don't play or whatever. I actually give them the benefit of the doubt that they f what we feel about the game, yeah. how we want it to succeed. And our ideas are like we are the, the people that are helping. Right. Like that's going through our heads like we are yeah. helping. They fully believe that we are not. And that yeah. they literally just believe this the opposite of us. Yeah. And it's like, you know, there's probably some truth to some extent all over the place. Yeah, for um, sure. But they're still ignorant, degenerate fucks. For sure. A hundred percent. Oh, man. I'm so... But but, but they, they believe what they're saying. Yeah, for sure. I'm so sad because I thought this story was like, man, like Nikita went to bed. He woke up a few hours later and messaged me and was like, hey, I really enjoyed coming on the cast. But it was it was like, hey, don't I shouldn't talk about Reddit. Oh, my God. But then, but then you look at the YouTube comments and it's the oh, most wholesome yeah. thing ever. For the and the whole of chat was like, yeah, yeah, it was really great. That yeah, was fucking awesome. It, sub only mode was the right. <laughs> yeah, call. it was. No, it was. It was good. It was real good. <laughs> I'm really glad because you turned it off like five minutes before we ended the podcast. It was like, Wentz, why? Voice sucks. Dude, it was a Fix your fucking game. I was like, wow, that was... I should have just been like, Nikita, look away. Yeah. It was immediate. But but anyways, yeah, we got to make this event happen, bro. 
I'll see. I'll see if he's planning on something like that. I don't know. I don't know what the extent of their events are, but uh, I will be... pay real money to broker an offline <laughs> conversation. Um. Anyways, that I mean that was a good that was a good little trail we went rant. down. We talked. Rant. Yeah, we talked a lot about a bunch of stuff. I mean, I, I feel like like <clears throat> the video that I made after the podcast was basically like. It wasn't like, here's what we talked about. It was like, the the at least the thesis for the video was like, I don't think everybody realized how important some of the things Nikita said was. Let's break it down. Like, I was really glad that you brought up, like, what is hardcore to you, Nikita, right? And then, like, let him, like, you know what I mean? You were like, this happens in the game, and then this happens in the game. Where, where you know, where do you guys think hardcore is between these two goalposts? And then, once again... One of the reasons why I loved that you and me were so on the same page beforehand and that, you know, like this was an interview. This was a proper, like we had questions, we were prepared, we had a, we, you know, we had a, um, a vision and what we wanted to do. And, and once again, I'm not in any way bashing the podcasts that are like six streamers and Nikita. It's just, that's very different than an interview. You know what I mean? What I loved about this was that like you set him up and asked him a question. He talked about it. We talked about it. And you probably noticed this, but I came in on the back end and I was like, I want to make sure I understand what you mean. <laughs> yes or no. When you say something is hardcore, you want it to be something that we can learn from. You know, we, we broke it down. You were the perfect wingman. Yes. Perfect and he was man. like, yes. And I wanted to do that because, you know, we live in this existence where somebody asks Nikita a question. Nikita talks about that and some other stuff, other questions about get talked about that other stuff. And then down the line, the original question doesn't have a concrete answer and everybody took something different from his response. And then that yeah. just breeds more confusion. So it was so good to be able to bookend the conversation and be like, hey, I want to make sure I know what you mean. Is this what you mean exactly? And he was like, yep. And now we have a measuring stick. We've got for, quotes. for all, Yes, we have an end quote finally. Yes. That we can measure everything in the game by and we can say, huh, this might be a bug or this might not be operating as intended because it doesn't support that thing. And I don't mean to have that as handcuffs for Nikita. He can do whatever he wants. And if he wants Sturman to two tap me, that's fine. But I was just so good to like actually get a, you know, a, an actual definition and, and to be able to ask these questions and make sure that we got the answers. And it was. Dude, one great. of the one of the one of the more common criticisms was literally basically along the lines of like all that crazy important shit that you was you got him to like put a stake in the ground yeah. on was not hard hitting yeah. or, uh, or or no it it wasn't hard hitting enough and it didn't it, we didn't get any information oh. from it with like which is the whole point of those things yeah what what we were doing I think I did I talk about the fucking target metaphor the other day where basically oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I said I said Nikita draw the target on the wall. Yeah. He drew the target on the wall and now for the first time ever yes we can say why are all the bullets going over there bud? Dude. And then he'll go Oh. Yep. Now that I've clearly stated where the target yep. is, now I can clearly see because now they can they can basically have like cultivated Yep. Um, you know, like whether it's videos or write-ups or messages or whatever that are like, you said this, this, and this. Yep. Unambiguously, 
Here's 17 examples that demonstrate how common this thing is that goes against that. Yep. Yep. He's not going to say, you know, and, because his. And it was on the heels of us talking about from him how important it was that we bring things to him. Right. Like it wasn't once again, that wasn't to just handcuff him and to be like, oh, see, your game sucks. He had just spent 30 minutes talking about how important it is that we as the community, as the beta testers test, aggregate information and then give it to them. You know what I mean? So it wasn't even like it like it was it it just flowed so perfectly because it's like, well, if you want us to do that, then we need to know where the target is so that we can yep. know what's off target and what's on target. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, I mean we we I mean like part of this it, it's hard to like it, this wasn't like 500 IQ, you know, but some of it was, you know, good foresight and forethought, but it it ended up being just way better than I thought. Yeah. Because what we effectively did the end result is we know a bunch of shit that now we can, I don't want to say hold him to, but but we understand yes. now so that now when if there's something we disagree with, then we know that we're disagreeing on something subjective and that yeah. it's his game and he has the right to do whatever he wants. But it, But if we agree on something, if we agree on a way of measuring something or a way of valuing something, you know, like yep. hardcore or challenging or punishing, well, then... Now we have a metric that is yes. objective. It's no longer subjective. Yes. Um, and so that coupled with him saying, we want your feedback. As yes. He literally basically just said, make a 20-minute video yes. about these 17 things that you want changed, and I'll be happy to listen to it. To and look which into is like, it, yeah. The first time is like, oh, my God. You know? And the people that say we didn't get anything good out of the podcast, they're they're looking at Tarkov through a microscope, man. They're like, vector bad or whatever. You know what I mean? And it's like, yo, take a 10,000-foot view. This was actually some of the most important stuff he's ever said on a podcast. And that's not, not to puff up our podcast or whatever. It was just the right questions. It was exactly. It was like give us a rubric that we can apply then to everything underneath the rubric and we can see that it's not just vector bad it's maybe these 10 things support a yep. version where this is unbalanced and now we can look at it like yeah dude it, how how perfect how ironically perfectly <laughs> sad depressingly amazing oh no i know exactly was the 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 thorax and yep. head hp thing okay the Bro. question was literally me saying Here's a feature that we can all agree. Yeah, we is, all know this well, is a feature. We all know it's supposed to be there because it's so common and every player's experienced it a hundred times yep. that there's no way that it could have been a bug because, I mean, you would have fixed it by now. So then we look at this other edge case and he has to be like, I have to stop you right there because the those edge cases are irrelevant. Because it's a bug. Because, you because that was a bug. And, and that... How how many fucking times have I said? Yep. Maybe they just don't know. Yep. Everybody always says, "Why don't they fix X?" And it's because all you're doing is screaming, "Fix a problem that doesn't exist," and that you're not going to believe me that I say because I'm an idiot. And Nikita says, "I don't believe you. You're an idiot. I'm not going to fix it." Yep. And that's the conversation that's been going on for years, where I got to say, "How is this feature supposed to work?" And then listen to him say, A plus B equals C. And then I go, interesting, because A plus B equals D. Yep. And have him go, oh, that's not right. Yep. Well, then now he just discovered yep. there's something wrong. I didn't have to convince him. Yep. He just had the epiphany, like, oh, that's not good. But that demonstrates everything I've been saying for so 
fucking long, which is the core fundamental mechanics about the game can be broken completely for a shit ton of years. Yep. And it could never cross his radar. Yep. Absolutely. And and it's happening again. I messaged you about the insurance thing. I don't know if you saw that. Um, uh, <clears throat> but like, do you know about like the insurance bug that's going on right now? Like insurance is more I've expensive. I've heard a bunch of people mention it. Okay. I keep forgetting. Insurance is more expensive. We've all seen that. And this this is a perfect example because there's two narratives going around. One is, and this it's is understandable, that it's intentional, that they're nerfing insurance. People in the community have been calling for a nerf in insurance for a long time. I know people that are like, insurance is a cool concept, but it's way too OP in five mans. So you're, you just, you know, you're going to get your stuff back. You know what I mean? A hundred percent of the time. And I'm like, Hey, that's a fair point. I don't know necessarily know if I have the solution, but that's a fair point. So, so insurance is infinitely more expensive. And a lot of people just think that it's supposed to be, but you can actually, I mean, honestly, I honestly, I assumed that me too, me too. But people started noticing, and you can watch it, and and people have been able to document this. As you level up proper, insurance gets more expensive. And that's actually in the game that it's supposed to get less expensive. Like, that's the... For the the same items? Yeah, for the same items. So, like, like somebody, you know... Wait, is it the same for therapists? I don't know. But there are people out there that's like, you know, you can insure a slick, it's 30k, I I turn in a quest, now I'm level 3 proper, now it's 50k. And it's supposed to go the other way, where in lore, as you level him up, you're supposed to get, like, slight discounts on insurance. Yeah. It's flipped. And everybody thinks it's a feature. So so we were talking about it in chat, I had a bunch of people report it, I reported it, I took a screenshot of my insurance screen, and I sent the bug report, I said, hey, I'm pretty sure it's supposed to go the other way, if it was an intentional bug, just let us know. And that's a it's another example where the the head being blacked out thing. We all just assumed it was a feature. You know what I mean? And it's like, it's crazy. So I mean, it's it's like it's a fl- it's kind of like the bystander effect. Yeah, where yes. like I'm not gonna call nine one one while this person's getting beaten on the because somebody must have somebody must already be calling nine one one or have called nine one one. So and then nobody does, you know, and then the guy just bleeds out on the fucking middle of the street. So I'm hoping um, that people are reporting it. Like we talked about it the other day, I had like three people reported it. I reported it, but like I'm hoping that that's getting around because uh, we're all spending, I mean, actually like millions and millions of extra rubles in insurance. And, and a lot of people think it's a feature. And I don't know that Nikita knows. You know what I mean? Like, so here's here's the thing though. Like, that is actually a really specific. Think of all the systems in the game and how complicated yes. they are with all their formulas. They're so dynamic and so complicated yeah. that I had to make a simulation that done 10,000 runs to get an idea for like what the result oh, is. Yeah. I, I don't know if they do this. I'd be surprised if they did stuff like that. But like insurance in real life and should be in the game, it should be based on the value and the risk. Yeah. So, but nobody's ever done the calculus to try to figure out what are the what's the percent because there's so many variables what are the chances of you getting something back how does that change with the value how much it, you know when you have to repair it you yeah. know like to figure out if it's worth it so now 
I, I mean, I don't know if if that's a. I've been insuring fucking everything and been spending shit tons of money. Oh, so much money. Um, you're definitely so, losing money solo if you're insuring everything. Yeah, I mean, so who who knows what the the actual calculus is? Maybe I'm losing an ass load of money, or maybe I'm breaking even now. I I don't yeah. know. Um, but uh, I mean, if somebody yeah, had a good idea the other day, or at least an interesting idea, that what if uh. Insh like it just didn't insure forever like if you insured a kit and ran five raids with it and didn't die you'd have to reinsure it you know what i mean like I th honestly it makes more sense to me that um well like something what uh tower just mentioned in in the chat that if you oh, survive five rate, raids yeah. why would that's the equivalent of driving your car and never and not getting a ticket and not crashing. You don't want your insurance to go up because it's like, well, you haven't crashed yet, yeah, so you're probably sure. more likely to crash. Like, no, you should get a fucking discount. But you in know, the same vein, if if there were people with 95% survival rates and their insurance was like a few thousand rubles for a whole kit, you know what I mean? Like, that doesn't... I mean, that, that makes sense from an insurance company's perspective, but it feels like just feels bad you know what i mean like you're trying to learn the game and you're not getting anything back because it's twice as expensive to insure you know what i mean like oh well yeah i mean so what i was thinking was it would be a sliding scale in the other direction meaning like mm. you wouldn't be paying more than you're paying now it would just only mm. get cheaper yeah um but i mean again like that that you'd probably have to change like insurance fraud because yeah. that changes the whole thing right you can't just crash yeah. your car you know, at, right after you buy it, just to collect your check. Yeah. You know, like it just doesn't and work. And once that way, again, so. it's it's rough because, like, thinking from the insurance company's perspective, like insurance would get cheaper the more, right? The more people in a party, because it's a higher chance that, like, you know what I mean, that that stuff would come back out, and that would feel really bad too. You know what I mean? Because like it's already like pretty op in squads. You basically are going to get your stuff back i don't know we we, we don't the, the point wasn't talking about insurance the point was that's another bug that can very easily masquerade as a feature oh yeah and, and that's right that's what i was talking about so you know? with insurance and with the health systems and with the market systems and with the all the different stims and all of the ammo and ballistics and armor those are all so complicated yep. that you you actually those are things that you couldn't really have a conversation with Nikita about the specifics. Yeah. Like what do you what I mean I guess you could say like what do you want the time to kill to be? Yeah. Or how many bullets should it take? And if he says between two and seven, and you point to him and say, These bullets take eight hundred and fifty seven, you know, bullets yeah. to kill if you have level six armor and it's this shitty Makarov bullet, like that's you know, ridiculous. So Yeah. But you can't like really they're so complicated that I'm yeah. sure he just doesn't know. He he, there's no way he can know unless he played all day every day, which I wouldn't yeah. have expect. I wouldn't have expect him to for sure to really know the actual like emergent properties of all of these systems. Yep. Which which is why they should do more testing, tweaking things, changing things to see like what would happen if you change this dial and you turned it this way. Oh, everything's totally fucking bad. Turn it back. Yeah. No harm, no foul. Yep. Um. Otherwise, you just have a bunch of people saying. The conversation is always on all those other podcasts is even though I don't know what you want and even though I don't 
know how the system works. And even though you don't know how the system works and all of the complexities of all these systems, I want you to change this thing because I think that changing this thing will fix a problem that may or may not exist yeah. for everyone. And then I don't know that you agree with. And then, so then there's just talk about like, do you agree? Do you disagree? Do you yeah. agree? Well, that's not how that works. That's not how that works. You know, yeah, for sure. Insert zeroing conversation yeah, all over yeah, again. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I don't know. Uh, I'm, I'm excited because I just feel like now I kind of have a model of how I want to talk sure. to Nikita going forward. And I think it's just going to be a lot more fruitful. Um, and, uh, yeah, I mean, that was the, one of the first few times that first of all, I got him, I, I heard him say, you know, fuck you to all the crazy tinfoil hat douchebags. Um, and, but also just being like really chill and laughing and smiling and talking yep. about like, yeah, no, it was, it was just a great time. It was great. Yeah, it was an awesome time for sure. Um, bro, the fact that we got confirmation on the bag drop, like you and me both reacted so strongly to that and he just like glossed over it. That was I mean, I, I that was something that I've I've I mean, I've asked for a bajillion times. Yeah. Um obviously like I'm it's not the most original idea. I don't know who who came up with it. Um because yeah. it's it's been talked about for so long yeah. that who knows who the fuck it was. All we know, Nikita is the first person to mention it three years ago. And then, you know, I, yeah. I thought I came up with the idea a year later. I mean, I have no idea. Um, but, uh, I mean, it, it doesn't really matter. All that matters is that it's, you know, the fact that he's talking about it more means yep. that it's not like there are so many things that he's talked about that he never mentions that yeah. could just be on the real bottom of the list that they're sure. probably just going to get punted on and they'll never do it. The fact that he's mentioning that means like I really feel pretty confident that 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 is going to be a exactly and especially like I don't want to read too into it or hold him to anything that he didn't say. But he was talking about he was like this. He was saying he's like this year is one of the most feature rich years. We're getting inertia. We're getting the bag drop. So I was I, I don't think he necessarily was like confirming that for this year. But he was talking through that lens. I was like, man, yeah, that that feels like something that's like on the list that like we are going to get, not just like uh, maybe, which is which was super exciting. So, yeah, I mean, it was dude, it was fun. It was it was cool. It was just it felt so much like it was actual. Yeah. Questions for him for like, what does he like about the game? What does he not like? What is his vision for something? And that just felt really good. Really good. Indeed. Um, uh, now I understand there's a, a, a new patch tomorrow. Yeah. So, I mean, this isn't really news news. They just tweeted. They said that, um, 12.11.2.3. This is literally, no. Yeah. This is literally patch 12.11.2.3. And, uh, but once okay. again, but the game is going to be down for four hours, which I I am not expecting a wipe. I'm not expecting new guns, new big features, but I've been around long enough to know that like they do patches all the time where the game is down for 15 minutes. You know what I mean? And four hours is just a long time. So they're deploying something of value. I mean, it probably to me means a new event. You know what I mean? That makes sense. Yeah, it could. I mean, there's a number of things it could be. Yeah. Um, and and maybe some bug fixes. You know what I mean? Like I think honestly, I think normally they say it's going to be a lot longer than it is. Yes. Because the the way that a deployment works as I mean, I, I can't speak on behalf of BSG and video games, but as someone who's worked for 
a number of uh, different companies that either have um, like websites or servers or apps. Yeah, apps are a little bit different. Um, but like, we used to have deployment parties. That the first job I started, <laughs> where it was like we have like two months worth of work, we're gonna deploy it, and it's like we'd all be huddled around this guy Kevin's machine. He'd have his fucking terminal up and he'd be doing all the commands and he'd, you know, hit a button and it would be like deploying and we'd all just be like, <gasps> and it was like, you know, yeah. 30% of the time it would instantly be like, boom, everything's like, oh, oh shit, no. oh, fuck. And then it was like all night you're going to have to spend picking up the pieces because you fucked something up. Someone did a mistake. They merged something that shouldn't have been, you know, whatever. And sometimes it's just like processing, migrating, complete. And you like look at like the the fucking stats board, <laughs> and you see that like you know the the green light's still on, and you're kind of like, okay, but you know, we'll, but we always used to say like we would start the deployment at like you know Wednesday at one p.m. when we get pizza because it's like we might be here all night. Yep. When best case scenario, the way that we'd expected, it, it would take fifteen minutes. So. I don't know if they're just like trying to buy themselves time Maybe, for yeah. some fuck up or if they're changing over server infrastructure or yeah. they're updating to some new version of server so I mean I don't I have no fucking idea what they're doing. Yeah. Um, I mean the last the last time they did this we got 12.11.2 and we got like patch notes. Like they like it was enough it was enough bug fixes and slight tweaks to features that we got like patch notes. So I'm not saying we you know are guaranteed going to get that but I was saying it's just it's it's at least noteworthy when they say we're doing an update, we're pulling the game down for four hours. It's like there's potential for some, you think some it's streets? minor changes. Yeah, totally. And Lighthouse and Inertia all at once. And it's going to be a wipe? Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm already getting people that are like, yeah, the wipe's got to be soon, right? Like, oh, it's be my soon. God. Yeah, I'm like, wait, you're fucking, I'm like six months. <laughs> at least. Yeah, like, dude. Off. This really does feel like it's going to be one of the longer... If not the longest, we are in wipes. it for the long haul, boys. It feels like it. You know what I mean? They can do whatever they want. But we know what he did confirm on the podcast was 12.11.5 before 12.12. So we know it's what we know 12.12. He said they want inertia and they want VoIP and SCAR and a few other things that could be moved around. They originally said they wanted Lighthouse in 12.12. Lamau, that's probably been pushed. The last time he talked about that, he was literally saying on the Russian podcast, he was actually saying, he was like, I don't, I I, I am less optimistic about that. So we know we have 12.11.5, which we have no idea what's in that. And then we have 12.12, which won't be a wipe. So I, yeah, dude, we're... We're a ways off. We're a ways off from a wipe. I mean, listen, we've got... And then the whole 71 cap of things still reads to me like it's going to be a long time. Yeah, I think it's going to be a long time, but also I I genuinely feel like um, the events, as long as they are smart about it, can keep things a little bit fresh, a little bit more on our toes, um, and a a lot of other quests that are more grindy you know what i mean like kill sherman 25 times like okay well that's that's going to be tough when the same time you want to also kill kill a hundred times you know what i mean like there's a lot of those longer more complicated but huge xp quests that might make it so that 71 is much more feasible than 
uh, you know, we thought initially it wasn't 71 identical to last wipe, which is impossible. Yeah. Um, so yeah, who, who the fuck knows? And, and 12.12 is going to have VoIP. If you nail VoIP, I don't care when the wipe is, dude. You know what I mean? Like if infinite, they if infinite. they nail VoIP, bro, then that's a whole, it's like it goes back to what we we're saying. It's like it's like when's wipe? It's like think pre-flea market and post-flea market. Like that's how big of an impact that VoIP could have. Like completely and fundamentally changing how you interact with the game if you so desire. But, you know what I mean? So it's like it, you know what I mean? That could be dope. You know what I mean? So, I feel like I said you know what I mean 12 times, but do, do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Okay. So, yeah. So, new patch tomorrow. It's it's probably nothing of crazy I, importance. I really hope it's the fucking spinner after the raid thing, because... <gasps> That'd be amazing. I mean, I, so I, I've been talking to a couple different people, um... Some folks at BSG, but then also Nikita. And uh, I was under the impression, you know, they were working on it. They were looking into it. And then uh, I was surprised by uh, Nikita's reaction the other day. Um, I sent him a message. And then at the end of the video, I, I, I had to put in the little video because he said he wanted a clip of it. I had to put in the two minutes of just spinner on the fucking just the yes. cherry on top. And he's like, whoa, you like you still have that issue like semi logs. I was like, Oh no. Wait a minute. Are you two like, not talking? <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. Uh, I don't know. I hope, I hope, I hope I just fucking, I can't stand that shit anymore, dude. Yep. Hopefully that'd be nice. Um, did you see the, the blunt damage changes that came kind of yeah, out of nowhere? A, that was really interesting. In a, nut in a nutshell, I have a feeling that, based on my understanding of it and I know what the formulas are and stuff. People are freaking the fuck out. They are. And I can, I feel as if, at least for now, if they had never told us, we probably would have never noticed, which means to me that it's fucking, who cares? Irrelevant. Yeah. That's why I wanted to ask you about it because it, dude, because exactly, it's like 40% is a lot you know, it's a large portion, but so but if the, it's but if blunt damage is two two HP's worth of damage, it's just three now. You know what I mean? So people feel so like forty percent. I'm just why wear armor, dude? The comments were like pistolings for days, boys, and it's like wait a minute. I feel like we need a deeper definition. So here. I actually didn't even see what battle state said, um, but what? So did, let me let me pull up their thing and see if I can actually read a direct quote was it on their on their twitter on their twitter okay blunt throughput damage increased all armored equipment 20 percent helmets 40 percent. let me see if let me pull up my fucking ballistics engine and see i can tell you i i i on stream the other day i i went into ms paint and i literally like wrote out not the formula but an identical formula. Imagine yeah. there was, you know, A plus B times C equals D. Yeah. I did E minus F plus H divided by I equals J. You know, like close yeah. enough to where it was like, this is the kind of formula that yeah. it is. And it was like, there was 19 terms, fucking like five of them were just like 
173 minus something. It's like, why 173? You know, like just yeah. arbitrary. But at the end, ultimately what happens is the blunt throughput um, is it's applied, multiplied. By, oh, okay, so what happens is the damage <laughs> value of the bullet yeah. is multiplied by the, the result of this big thing. Yeah. The result of that big thing, there's a million fucking things that all get added and multiplied and divide, but at the end, it's all clamped. And what that means is, um, let's say if you wanted to clamp a value between f five and 10. Okay. I'm a machine and I clamp values between five and 10. You give me a number that's 14 and I say 10. You say mm. four, I say five. You say negative one billion, and I say five. You say eight trillion, and I say ten. Yeah. You say nine, and I say nine. It just limits it to within that range. Yeah. We're talking, I, I won't give specifics here, but it was between zero and one. <laughs> so it's being, it's, it's being multiplied, it's just a percentage. Yeah. It's somewhere between 100% and 0%. So 20% and 40%, again, like, depending on how they mean that I'm looking at it. I'm not yeah. sure, but it very well could be that rather than let's say 10% to 90%, well now it's 30 to 70, which if you think about it, you're talking about maybe what it's essentially 20% of the damage of a bullet, which let's say it's 50 damage, you know, might be eight, nine, 10 max. Yeah. I mean, when a bullet fragments, it's going to do 25 more damage. So yeah. you're talking about every bullet might do a few more points of damage. I don't know, man. It's the, the it's, people still don't fucking understand how your health works when you get shot in your limbs. Yeah. Uh, every time I show them battle buddy and I show them when you tap on the leg and you tap on the leg and you keep tapping on the leg and they see like everything just go click, click, click. Yeah. And like, something you have to see to really understand like oh that's how it works you don't need numbers at that point you yeah. just see like oh all you're doing is chipping down your head or your thorax until one of them hits zero yep um so i'm not really convinced it's going to be that yeah no i don't think so either any i nobody that was playing today like or last night with the change was really reporting any difference to the game at all as far as i can tell so it'll be interesting. Oh, yeah. And, and, and as a part of that, the whole blunt damage thing, factors involved there are blunt throughput, the penetration of the bullet, the armor class. So penetration will affect, you know, so like if it doesn't have a lot of pen, it's going to do less blunt damage. Yeah. So like if you have something that's 40 pen that doesn't pen a class five, let's say, versus something that has five pen, but hits a class five. Even though the, the the five pen slug might have a bajillion damage, that factor might make it so that it does three points of damage, whereas yeah. the 40 pen bullet won't pen, but it might do 70% of its damage, right? So yeah. it might actually end up doing, you know, 30 damage or something like that. So again, nobody knows what, what yeah. the numbers mean. I don't even think Battlestate knows what they mean. Yeah. I guarantee you that I would be extremely surprised if they could answer any of the questions that, like, Battle Buddy answers. Yeah. 
I.e., like, okay, if you have this armor and I have this gun and I shoot you three times, how much HP will you have and what will your durability of the armor be? Yep. There's nobody that can fucking, nobody that'll be able to do that. They'll have to go into game and do it. Yeah. I, I hope I'm wrong. Yeah. Because they should have, like, a fucking literal calculator. Yeah, for um, the systems that they've made, yeah. Like, plug in all the numbers and then run a script, and it should tell you all of the results, you know, something like that. Who knows? But at this point, people are freaking out. And, you know, it's like if I told you that carbon emissions were up by 17 nanometers per yes. picoliter of whatever. People are like, oh, my God. That sounds we're, crazy. We're going to die? Or... <laughs> melt or something bad's gonna happen ice age uh it just it's different it's bad i'm scared <laughs> picometers <laughs> oh man yeah i mean i i i assumed as much i was like i don't i don't think this is gonna be that big of a deal but i didn't know because i don't know the numbers either so i was like let's just wait and see and luckily everybody on twitter was the same they were like you know what let's just wait and see how this how this comes out. It was, it was really nice to see. It was pretty cool. Indeed. Indeed. Um, I mean, that's pretty much it as far as like what's going on in, in Tarky land. We talked a little bit about your history of Tarkov video, which is very exciting. Whoops. Yeah, it's going to take a while, I think. I think it's going to be a little Oh, I can only imagine. One. So now I is the trailer out if I do a... video a separate video? Because so I want to see that. I mean, I can play it right after the podcast yeah. if you want. It's literally like it's as long as one of the Tarkov songs. It's like three and a half minutes yeah. or something. Um, but I, I was working on all of the Photoshop assets because I'm I'm making essentially like a massive infographic. It's like forty thousand by twenty thousand. Like it's just huge yeah, because yeah. I want to essentially like have animations to where I zoom in and then zoom into like a picture, and the picture is the thumbnail for the video that then starts playing full screen oh. and then zoom out. And, so I have all these, you know, but, but I'm, I started to think like a lot of times what happens is I make all of the assets and then I start editing the video and then I realize I should have made assets differently because it'll, it would make the workflow of the video much easier if like all of these were individual pieces as opposed to like boil down into like a JPEG yeah. because then you can animate stuff individually. So I'm like, before I do anything, I need to start editing the video and try to just start in the middle and try to build something yeah. that I can use as a template to help me interesting um and then i had the idea about splicing in the fucking two <laughs> things and then three hours later uh i had this originally what i was going to do is is it was going to be the intro because i recorded a basically a two minute yeah. introduction about what i'm what, what the goals are yeah then i'm like this video is too good to put voiceover on yeah it. you just gotta now let it's it rip. Like, do i just have the three minutes be the intro or am i gonna lose everybody beforehand i don't yeah. know um, honestly, I, I feel like this, I can't believe I haven't, I didn't really think about this until fairly recently, but how like meaningful a video like this could be. I mean, like I make videos that get yeah. 50, 60, 70,000 views, but like you look at the alpha gameplay footage for Tarkov, it's like 3 million views, you know, like there are some, I really Bro. think this will be like one of the quintessential, like I want to see Summit react to this and I want to see fucking all these people like watch Dude. them, you know, on stream and be like, oh wow, because it's going through all these old memories and all these bugs and all it's it's a trip down memory lane and yeah, I mean I dude I bet you could post just the freaking trailer splice and just 
like you could make that the preview for like you know you put something at the end said what you're doing but like i bet that three and a half minute video if you title it something like escape from tarkov 2016 versus 2021 i, I feel like that would get a hundred thousand views like just yeah and then and then take because, the video i have right now that just fades to black and then at the end do history of tarkov coming soon tm dude a hundred percent and then you know because yeah, that dude, might be a three minute videos are, are sticky especially if you want people to react to it it's like they're not committing to anything crazy and that's a real that's a real clickbaity title i would click that in a heartbeat as someone who's played the game a bunch and is it you know what i mean so that could that could literally yeah you could literally fade to black and be like the history of escape from tarkov coming soon that would be sick you know, it's not long enough to really be like super monetizable, but I, I bet that would print views. I feel like that would do well. And it would also be a kind of a cool just like channel trailer. Oh, too. Just for like, sure. Yeah. And a stream intro. I, I might I might use it for that because I don't have a stream intro. Oh, that I just would have be a sick. Looping thing. Yeah. But it's kind of cool to like maybe these days rather than like take seven or eight minutes to like get everything situated and then start with an immersion run. I'll take like five minutes to get it situated, start the video. Yeah. And then at the same time, start the immersion run queue and then. It worked oh. out perfectly where it was like I literally went from I had the kit from the video because I did it Shut in offline up. mode. Oh my God. So I had the gun that I was using from the video that then is the same build as the alpha footage gameplay trailer. And it's like, whoop, and I'm going right into a customs raid, Jesus. which is the whole alpha trailer. That's so Just, sick. I ended up insurance frauding it. Now I feel bad. <laughs> but, uh, I just chucked it on the ground. But uh, I kind of like, yeah. That's sick. I feel like that'd be dope. All right. Yeah. I think I'll do that. That's a good fucking idea. That'd be dope. <clears throat> but yeah, I think that's, uh, I think that's about it. You got to check out. Yeah. I got Kurt, nothing else. Kurt's Gazat. I'm going to have to check out Kurt. <laughs> Gazat, uh, Kurt, Kurt Cobain's new uh, YouTube channel. Yep. Yep. And I got to check out this budget Veritas, Veritasium or something. See a yeah. New Veritasium is, he's definitely the budget Veritas <laughs> and not the other way around. He definitely hasn't been on the platform for 10 years and, you know. Well, it's the first time I'm hearing of him. I guarantee you've seen probably a dozen of his videos before. They actually are, you watch his newest video on the, um, on the, like, clickbait and the algorithm um, because he talks about how he's so bad with the algorithm. Like, there's, I, I forget what, what it's called. It's like the schwarzfeld effect or something where it's like his video is him throwing a it takes a basketball on like the dam and he spins it and drops it and it goes way out you probably have seen that like on facebook oh, 10 years probably. ago all of his all of the traffic from his videos came from facebook and reddit and was shared elsewhere but because he named the video like the Schwarzschild effect or something. And then someone re-uploaded the video and was like throwing a basketball off of a dam and it got like 10 million <laughs> views. And he was like, wow. So the, the whole video talks about how, in what way he changes the title and the thumbnail to be clickbait. But he talks about the distinction between like a click trap. Yeah. He actually even, he proposes different terms. Interesting. Um, basically saying like clickbait is like there's misleading and sensationalizing and shitty and then also like just good marketing yes and, but but and, but honest um and he said that you he actually found a way to effectively pull you in while telling you what the video is about not tricking you but also being like you know like oh i want to fucking see the video uh... so he talks about that and and how 
you literally see his videos. They all they have the curve like this, which is how all my videos are. And then he changes the thumbnail and the title four years later, and it's like that's ten million more views. Crazy. So that's something I'm gonna think about. I, honestly, I feel like my getting Tarkov videos and potentially even my speedrunning videos. I oh, think I could maybe. Oh yeah. Because those are all they underperformed, even though they had nice, succinct, perfectly yeah, simple. Yeah you know ux designer kind of fucking simple font you know whatever you know maybe i'm just gonna dude and there's no harm in it right like because there's there's for most of us no way a video a few years later just decides to go viral without intervention so there's no reason yeah. to go there's no reason not to go back and attempt some new science on some older videos yeah and apparently people you know like mr b he talks to mr beast during that whole thing mm. uh, but apparently a lot of people what they'll do, and and you can only do this since they added real time real time analytics. What you can yeah. do is literally look at the curve, change the thumbnail, and see is there a blip up or down? Okay, change it again. Is there oh went down a little bit? Change it again. Bang! And they just will change it until something makes it take off That's again. Crazy. So like Mr. Beast is like I make like five or six thumbnails and titles for every video, um, because they just will release it and then, it, you know, it's. Wow. You yeah, ever so notice it, uh you ever notice Netflix does the same thing? So I actually watched a documentary, a small little documentary thing about like the algorithm Netflix is you Netflix uses. It's actually when you go to Netflix and you're scrolling through, it's not just the actual like cover art for the thing, especially if it's like a new and if it's a Netflix original thing. They actually have an algorithm that goes through the entire show. And if it's like if it's like if you're a dude, if the account is set up to a dude and you've clicked on stuff, like it'll find a frame of like a girl in a bikini or something and just put the name on top of it. And then yeah, and yeah. then they realize that that might like, oh, wait, she doesn't have anything to do with the story. She was an extra. And then they'll change it. I've you can scroll kind of like YouTube when it auto generates thumbnails yeah. based on like. But it doesn't lie. You can pull up Netflix right now. You can scroll like look at the thumbnail of something, scroll down, scroll back up and it can be different. It's not always, but it's literally it can happen that fast. I have like I've been with my wife and I'm like, we want to watch this. But it's like, what's this? And you scroll down and then we just scroll back up and it's like, where did where did our show go? And it's it's in the same spot, but it has a different thumbnail. They do it live. It's just I wonder if twenty four seven. something that they might. There's also a chance that something like that is like they're A-B testing and maybe 100%. half of the people because I don't I'm not seeing that. Really, uh, dude, um, that happens to me all the time. I watched the whole thing about how they select their thumbnails and it's for certain stuff like older shows and stuff like that. It doesn't do it for but like anything new, anything Netflix. It Yeah, they change all the time. And sometimes you can if it's a show, you know, well, sometimes you can catch it. Like I've seen people where it's like I've the cover art of something. I was like, that person has nothing to do with the story. Like, why are they the cover art for this thing? You know what I mean? It's super interesting. But huh. but I need to check out that video then because that's a that's super interesting going back and making certain stuff. Yeah. yeah certain it, stuff. It, I, I, I want to give that a try. Um, I mean, I could spend a whole fucking day doing that. And then it's like, am I going to do it on all my videos? Yeah, and yeah. Was kind of a, but, uh, but yeah, I, I guess... I guess we'll see, but yeah, um, his his videos are the types of videos that like he would put out, and it would get shared on Facebook by a bunch of other companies that would just like crop out his fucking watermark. Oh, jeez! And it would go viral and whatever, and you know. Uh, but 
he's one of the best YouTubers out there. Um, one of my one of my favorites. That's awesome. Um, so yeah, Ver Veritasium, I would highly that's sick. Recommend. I'll it's all it about out. science, uh, science stuff and YouTube and physics and yeah. Dude, same with the uh, Kurzgesagt. Like I'm, dude, I'm learning so much. I'm learning about freaking string theory and the immune system, and if we can colonize freaking Mars, and it's incredible. I love it. I just, I just love it. It's exactly what I want. I just want to be able to watch a video from a source that I feel like is relatively trusted and absorb information and, have, and be entertained exactly. and have it not be boring. Exactly. I just want. I want to learn. I mean, this is like like YouTube channels like this. Like, and I'll check out Veritasium as well. But like YouTube channels like Kurzgesagt, like it's. I love it. Like I want to learn. I love to learn about new things and it's, it's just an entertaining and engaging way that hits multiple senses. You're hearing him narrate, you're seeing it happen, but you're not just seeing, you know, slides. You're seeing this like custom animated, like they did a video called how we make our videos. And they said it takes, oh, you fucked me over dude, because you know that I've been like, when I've been drawing and trying to do this stuff, it's yeah. all because I want to make that Dude, oh, now, takes, now my video is going to take six months now. They, every fucking it time. says that literally their videos take an average of 1,200 hours to produce. Like, it's insane to animate it all, to research it all. Every single video has a source list pinned in the comments. Like, it's just dope, but it's entertaining and fun, and it's about crazy things. And, like... we So we should spell... I'm going to spell it for everybody uh, because... <laughs> I'll, I'll paste it in the chat. I mean, I can see it in the in the doc, but so for everybody listening, um, I'm not going to try to pronounce it, but it's K-U-R-Z-G-E-S-A-G-T. Kurzgesagt. Kurzgesagt. <laughs> he says it sometimes, and I try and like rewind it and listen to it because I'm like, what is it? It's amazing. There you go. So yeah, I'll be checking that out. But cool. Um sounds good thank you guys so much thank you guys so much for hanging with us another another dope podcast that dude it was i've all week i've been like debriefing from our podcast with nikita that i've peaked that was my favorite thing ever um so yeah a lot a lot of cool stuff coming hopefully some more tarkov stuff coming i think uh, it was good having a guest on maybe we'll try and get like a guest every four weeks or six weeks just to get that rotation back going but uh thank you guys for hanging this will be live monday uh, on the all the platforms and uh yeah thanks for hanging we'll definitely see y'all in the next one peace